Welcome to the Scout Team MVPs podcast, your home for weekly sports talk, where we break down all of your favorite teams, players, and upcoming matchups. Here are your hosts, the Scout Team MVPs. That's right. We are the Scout Team MVPs, and we are back with episode 11 of your weekly sports talk podcast. Remember to find us on Facebook and Twitter at Scout Team MVPs, podcast profile, anchor.fm slash Scout Team MVPs, and everywhere you listen to podcasts, whether that's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher. We're out there and we're available on all those different platforms. And also find us online at scoutteammvps.com. Back again, like I said, with episode number 11. I am your host, Chris McMillan. With me this week is Shane Burlick. Shane, I think, uh, no, we're without Rob this week, but I'm, I'm pretty sure he's you know, up in the Klondike or something uh, prospecting for gold. I'm not that's quite sure. That's what he said. I don't know how well that's going to work. Uh, it's probably frozen pretty well up there. Well, hopefully it doesn't fall through the ice or anything. Yeah, I mean, you'd think uh, middle of February, probably not the best time for uh, for gold mining. But, you know, Rob, if, when there's a will, there's a way, right? Well, I know you guys are a big fan of that one show that's on, like Gold Rush or whatever the heck it is. I've personally watched a little bit of it. It doesn't seem that hard. I mean, all you got to do is just have a guy that can fix things. Uh, well, we know that wouldn't be you or me. <laughs> well, yeah, but that that's where the paying the guy that can fix things comes in. I just turn it off and hit it with a little wrench or something, and then have you have uh, you tried turning it off and back on? Yeah, just kick it a little bit. <laughs> uh, no, I'm not really sure. Yeah, Rob, Rob is out this week. Um, he's definitely not prospecting for gold. I mean, he could be, but that was just completely made up. But I mean, I, I guess it's it might not be too far out there when it comes to Rob. You never know with with our with our friend there, right, Shane? <laughs> well, who knows? I mean, he could be in Alaska. He could be in bed he could be anywhere yeah but you know two man two man booth tonight we'll uh run it down like we usually do have a good time and what i'm really excited for on this episode shane is that we're gonna do something a little bit different oh i when heard. it comes <laughs> when it comes to our scouting for picks segment and what i'd uh envision happening and what i'd like to see happen is if we could potentially get guest pickers from some of our our listeners out there that would be willing to jump on during our scouting for picks segment. And let me know what you think about this, Shane, but kind of the thoughts in my head were uh, the guest picker could pick uh, a scout team MVP to challenge for the week. And whoever ends up having, you know, the best record on the week wins. And so let's just say a guest comes on and challenges you for that week. And they, they get all, they get they get all three picks correct, and, and you only get two correct. That guest picker would uh, maybe win a little prize or something. Um, is kind of what I'm envisioning. So, well, uh, gonna... yeah, do we know who the guest picker is going to be like prior to the show, so I can see if I can beat them? <laughs> yeah, we would. You know, we'd like to have all that lined up, obviously, beforehand, and uh, we'll know who it's going to be, and you know, hopefully, we'll know who they're thinking about challenging or maybe they're just going to challenge you on the spot right you know right while we're while we're recording but we know who it's going to be tonight yes we have our first guest picker uh, a friend um and fan of the show maybe friend may be a strong word uh yeah well uh, you guys are in for a real treat if it's (laughs) who i think it is a friend in air quotes and a fan of the show 
uh, high school buddy. We've known this known this gentleman for a very long time, going back to uh, basically before we could walk. Really, Kevin Watts is our uh, guest picker tonight. I know you're a huge uh, fan of that. No, well, um, kind of, sort of. Uh, I think uh, he. Uh, we'll see. He's a Bears fan, so he can't be too smart. Yeah, you know. No offense, can, Bears fans. You know, he's he's one of those Bears fans that lives in Wisconsin. Um, he just he got a little mixed up, you know, growing up there. I guess. I think dropped on his head is more accurate. <laughs> <laughs> I can neither confirm or deny uh, that, but yes, we are having our first guest picker during our scouting for picks segment later on in this episode. Be sure to tune into that. And if you are also interested in being a guest picker on a future episode, let us know on Facebook, Twitter, wherever you uh, want to message us. Let us know and we'll try and set something up. But Shane, we got a jam-packed episode on this 11th episode. Going to talk all kinds of different sports here. Talking a little golf. Uh, NBA All-Star Weekend was this past weekend. Our honorable mentions of the week, getting into the AAF week two and some college basketball, and then finishing it off with those scouting for picks, recap our picks from last week, and also get into some new picks. But with that, Shane, let's get ready for episode 11, and we'll be back right after this. Oh, I'm fired up about it. Jumping right into segment number one on this 11th episode of the Scout Team MVPs podcast, Shane, we're going to talk a little golf. And this story blew up over the past couple weeks, and that is talking about Matt Kuchar and uh, a caddy, a local caddy. Shane, have you have you heard this story? Yeah, I've heard a little bit about it. I've been. Uh, it's kind of a funny, kind of a funny deal. For me, just personally, because I was always thinking about being a caddy for a summer job, but then I realized that I didn't know anything about golf, so that I'd be bad at it. I kind of learned a little bit more now, but I'm still pretty bad at the game, and I don't know what I'm doing. But so I give respect to caddies before we even start this story. So there's my kind of hot take. <laughs> well, this particular caddy that we're talking about, this this goes back to a tournament played back in November. Um, and Matt Kuchar's normal caddy couldn't make it. And so he picked up a local caddy that works at this golf course every single day, normally makes about 200 bucks a day, which, you know, honestly, not, not bad work there. But Kuchar needed a caddy, so he picked up uh, David Ortiz. And oh, wow. they had... Big Poppy yeah. really taking retirement seriously. <laughs> not, not, not that David Ortiz. Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> he picked up uh, not Big Poppy, but uh, David Ortiz, and they had come to, I guess, sort of a gentleman's agreement that you know normally his daily rate is two hundred bucks, but in this situation, uh, Kucher and Ortiz struck a deal where depending on how Kucher finished in that particular tournament, uh, kind of depended on what he was going to make. Uh, so for example, he said, if, if he missed the cut, he'd pay him a thousand bucks, uh, 2000 for making the cut, 3000 for a top 20 finish, 4000 for a top 10. I guess there was no really provision for what he'd be paid if he won, but afterward Kucher paid Ortiz five grand in cash. Keep in mind, Shane, that Kucher for winning this tournament won 
$1.3 million. Oh, is that uh, it? Yeah, that's it. Just, you know, four days of golf. Easy work. <laughs> yeah, right? I mean, how, uh, yeah, how hard can that be? More money than I've made in my entire life so far. <laughs> so, uh, and normally, just to, for comparison, a normal tour caddy makes about 10%. So in this situation, about one hundred and thirty grand. So, uh, you know, they had that gentleman's agreement in place, and it didn't seem like Ortiz was too thrilled about that, considering how much money Kucher had just won. And I believe I read somewhere also that Kucher has made like over $47 million um, on tour in his career. So he's not hurting oh, for cash. <laughs> uh, so this this whole thing started making the rounds recently on social media about, about what went down and just that he was paid five grand after Kucher won $1.3 million. And after it started kind of gaining steam and everybody was all over it on social media, Kucher apparently or his agents reached out to Ortiz and were willing to pay him another 15 grand in cash. So upward. So now we're talking $20,000. Ortiz declined, said he wanted 50. So still about $80,000 less than a normal tour caddy would have made. And here's the kicker as well, Shane, Matt Kucher has not won a tournament uh, in about four years until that, until that win. So yeah, that random dude that works at that course was your caddy. I mean, Kidding me, man? It's only like what an extra forty-five thousand dollars. That's like pocket change. Somebody who's made forty-seven million dollars. It's not like he doesn't make endorsement money. Like what? Yeah, he's uh, speaking of endorsements. I think he's uh, he's a Skechers guy. You know, I, I think that right off the bat, you know, even if they had that gentleman's agreement in place beforehand, okay, I'll give you five grand if we win, whatever. I think he's a hero if you know after the tournament he wins, he says, you know what? Here's thirty-five k. Done deal. I think he would have. Everybody would have been uh, going to Skechers.com and buying a pair for themselves because Matt Kuchar is a hero. But in this situation, how he gets paid five k, and it takes this long, and then it kind of gets out, and now all of a sudden it's a big deal. It just got out of hand. And at this past weekend, this Genesis Open tournament, Matt Kuchar released a statement, kind of saying that he was definitely in the wrong here, and ended up actually paying. David Ortiz, the $50,000, which he requested, but I think it's probably a little bit too little too late for, uh, for his reputation. Yeah. Cause it makes you look like a jerk. I mean, I don't, I don't know how else you can get around it. I mean, if you, I, from what I heard, he was getting bashed like everywhere. Like you said, I mean, if you just paid him the 50 grand to begin with, you wouldn't even have to worry about this. I mean, what kind of, go- what's the last big golf PR scandal? Tiger Woods. I mean, yeah. I mean, maybe Dustin Johnson doing coke. I mean, just pay the dude forty five grand, and your name doesn't get dragged through the mud. You've got the money. Why? It's just easier. Why would you want to do that? Yeah, I think you know. First thought for Matt Kuchar is, you know what? We had an agreement. Here's the five grand. Move along with his day. But once it started making the rounds on social media, it was just like, whoa. Well, yeah. <laughs> once it anything hits that, it's like a wildfire. You can never stop it. Because here's here's the thing I know about those platforms. It's little technologically, but it's that people are bored and have literally nothing better to do than bash celebrities on social media. So what do you expect to happen? Like, I mean, like how like the like Kirk Cousins. This is irrelevant, but he posted that like giveaway thing on Twitter or whatever. 
about what he should give away. And someone says, how about $45 million of your contract money back? <laughs> like, what do you expect to happen? These people have literally nothing better to do with their day. <laughs> like, they're going to bash you on social media and it's going to get around in like 10 seconds. It's not like the old days where the newspaper was how people got their news. I mean, maybe maybe your great grandpa. Yeah, I mean, like you said, it's once something gets out there and there are lots and lots of keyboard warriors out there that have no problem saying whatever they want on Twitter or Facebook or whatever. But you got to think in a in a normal face to face situation, they wouldn't say even close to half the things that they would on uh, on social social media. Oh, of course not. They'd ask him for his autograph and be like, "Oh my god, oh, celebrity!" <laughs> yeah, autograph but, and a selfie. Yeah, I mean, we've met celebrities before. It wasn't anything like that. Obviously, that's a story for another time. But you know, <laughs> they, they were they were cool, but I wasn't like starstruck. Granted, they weren't like A-list celebrities, but I don't think Matt Kuchar is an A-list celebrity. He's like the, what's he ranked in the golf world, way down there. I mean, he's no Tiger Woods. Yeah, he does definitely not the same celebrity as somebody like Tiger. But I mean, he's, I mean, he's made over forty-seven million. He's been a good golfer for quite a while. But yeah, I think in in this situation, like, unless he would have done it right off the bat, like you said, made that gesture right after the tournament and said, "Hey, you know what." Here's 35 grand, here's 50 grand, whatever it might have been. Instead of that 5K, he would have looked like a hero, but instead he looks like a zero, right? And and so otherwise, he paid him the 50K. David Ortiz uh, made a bunch of money for four days of work. Good on him. But I think uh, when it comes to that, it is what it is, right, Shane? And we're going to move on to our next golf topic, and that is going back two weeks to the Pebble Beach Pro-Am. Just want to touch on this briefly because Phil Mickelson did pick up a victory there shooting 19 under par total for the tournament. I wish I could shoot one under par for four days. I wish I could make a birdie on by myself without a scramble. <laughs> yeah, so he, he shot 65, 68, 70, 65 for a 268 total and that 19 under par for the victory, edging out Paul Casey and Scott Stallings, who were 1,600 and 1,500 respectively. Phil Mickelson picking up another victory there. And this past weekend, Shane, we had quite a uh, a field. A lot of the big names out there, including Tiger and Rory and Jordan Spieth. Lots of big names playing in the Genesis Open at Riviera Country Club in California and Justin Thomas was leading this uh, tournament practically all weekend until he shot a four over final round and lost by one shot to JB Holmes. JB Holmes finishing at 14 under par, Justin Thomas 13 under par notable tied for 15th Tiger Woods shot six under for the tournament. Um, He did have quite the start on his third round going seven under through the first 10 holes, but ultimately fading back, shooting one over in his final round, finishing, like I said, tied for 15th at six under par. But JB Holmes overtaking Justin Thomas. Shane, any quick thoughts about any of those two tournaments? And when are we going to shoot scores like that? Uh, In terms of the latter question, never. Unless we cheat uh, summer rules. Um, Summer rules. Shout out. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) But I, I mean... Good to see Phil win a tournament that's not a one-on-one game like match against Tiger Woods, which if Tiger plays like Tiger can play, can be an easy victory. 
or <laughs> the, the other way around. But in terms of the Rivera or the Genesis Open, no, the usual names up there. Adam Scott, what he finished tied for seventh. Justin Thomas right there. I think those guys are up there in the world rankings. So no huge surprises. I mean, for Tiger and for shoot six under, what are you, eight back of the leaders? I mean, that's a good start for him. But I think I'm interested in a couple months here to see what happens at the Masters. I think this is going to be the first time that like Tiger's played at the Masters in a few years, right? Or did he play there last year? Yeah, or he didn't finish. Uh, yeah, he played there last year. Did he? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, he did. There was one year that he uh, he uh, got a stroke penalty for something like uh, making a divot or something crazy like that. I remember. Yeah, he uh, he finished tied for thirty second last year, so not a very good not a very good showing. But it was his well, that's what I, yeah. one of his first Master. tournaments back from injury. So yeah, Bubba Watson will always be one of my Masters picks for some reason. That's the only time Bubba knows how to play golf. Yeah, Patrick Reed, the defending uh, Masters champion. Ricky Fowler, second place last year. Jordan Spieth coming in third. So huge names at the top there. But yeah, I mean, that's always obviously one of the huge tournaments that everybody looks forward to kind of kicking off our our spring really and coming in April. Uh, Augusta, just one of those places that anytime you see it on television, uh, really makes me want to get there in person. And yeah, I don't think you have enough zeros in your bank account to play eighteen there. <laughs> You're probably right, but even just to watch it, even just to watch the Masters someday would be would be fun. Yeah, I don't think I have enough zeros in my bank account to get tickets there. Well, bucket list, right? We'll, we'll put maybe it. I can be a caddy and make fifty grand. <laughs> just don't caddy for Matt Kuchar, or maybe you should caddy for Matt Kuchar because yeah, he won't make that mistake again. He won't make that mistake again. You'll get paid a hundred grand, and he'll get. Uh, yell that again. So, <laughs> yeah, I'll be like, I want a million dollars. Quite a quite a few fun golf tournaments the past couple of weeks. Shane and JB Holmes coming out on top in the Genesis Open. Phil Mickelson coming out on top in the Pebble Beach Pro Am. Pebble Beach Pro Am always fun because you get a lot of those celebrities uh, out there playing as well. But my boy Tony Romo, Tony getting her done. Tony I think was looking good out there. He had to withdraw, I think. Yeah, but he he had some nice shots there. It was cut. You made a you made the Sports Center top ten with his shot from like the rooftop bar there. He's uh he's tried to qualify for the U.S. Open the past couple of years, and he's he's been close. But I mean, he's a good golfer. Yeah, so that's I think my one of my favorite golf tournaments of the year to watch is where they get the like. Uh, the teammates is they do the teams right where they like Aaron Rodgers plays every year and what am I thinking of? Was that that? That's the pro ams. Yeah, there's quite a few different pro ams that that uh, football players and all those. Well, guys like do. in California, it's like always like a professional teamed up with an amateur. Yeah, like I mean, Happy and Bob Barker or something. Yeah, maybe we, we should get a Adam Sandler Bob Barker uh, reunion. The price is wrong, Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> well with that shane perfect time to transition into segment number two talking a little bit of nba and all-star weekend and we'll get right into that after this We're back here on the Scout Team MVPs podcast, episode number 11. Chris McMillan here with Shane Burlick. Uh, if you uh, were sleeping during that uh, intro, Rob, not with us this uh, this episode, but we're going into segment number two, and we're going to talk 
little bit of NBA action, Shane. And we had all of the all-star festivities go down this past weekend. And we're going to start with some Friday action. And that is with the Rising Stars game. And if you're not familiar with that game, it is Team USA versus Team World and is comprised of uh, rookies and second-year players, kind of those rising stars, like they say. And in this situation, Shane, Team USA comes out on top, 161 over Team World, who had 144. And your MVP of that matchup was from the Lakers, Kyle Kuzma, 35 points, bringing home the victory for Team USA. Did you catch any of the highlights of that game at all or catch the game itself? Yeah, I watched part of the game and I saw the highlights. It's always fun to watch the the younger players. I think Giannis was in that game a few years back. Um, I think there's been quite a few superstars that have come out of that game. But yeah, it was, it's always kind of fun to watch. Nobody really plays too much defense based on the score, obviously. But, um, you know, uh, it is the NBA and they don't play defense until like the finals or the playoffs anyway. So. Very, very true. Yeah, it's a good situation for a lot of these younger players to get noticed uh, on the, on the big stage. So a lot of these guys playing on teams that don't get a lot of uh, national attention. But yeah, Team USA coming out on top, one sixty one to one forty four. Or in Kuzma's case, he plays with LeBron, so he's going to be overshadowed regardless. Yeah, large, large shadow looming in uh, Los Angeles. Another Friday night special, Shane, was the celebrity basketball game and i think when it comes to these celebrity basketball games most of the time i'm just spending all my time trying to figure out who some of these people are yeah i was uh reading through the rosters when the game was on and i was super confused as to like i think i knew who a few of them were i mean i knew obviously ray allen um which i think we talked about off the air i thought that was pretty unfair um i think the away team had like their home team had Steve Smith. And then, I mean, if that's your professional athlete, I mean, I guess Jay Williams played in college too on the home team, but kidding me, Ray Allen, he, he was one of the best three-point shooters of all time. He's not that far from retirement. If he wanted to, he'd kill those guys. And yeah, Dallas. I mean, we've, we've, we've seen in the past too, a lot of the different celebrities that are former basketball players that play in this game, obviously a huge impact on these types of games but let me just run through the the rosters here shane for both teams home and away team we're gonna start with the home team uh mike coulter he's a luke cage actor chris daughtry um, i've heard of him um Mm -hmm. terrence j no idea no idea famous los laos (laughs) never heard of him famous lost (laughs) uh speaking of uh him he was uh actually the mvp of this game but he's he's apparently a comedian and a social media influencer apparently a a decent basketball player you know what the funniest part about his he him being a comedian is his name is famous los and i've never heard of him so he's not very famous (laughs) (laughs) good one (laughs) bad jokes uh next one you know you know this guy dr oz Oh, yeah, him and I have a great relationship. He, uh, you know. He's helped you in the past. HIPAA, man. You can't talk about it. Oh, that's true. Uh, Next one, Rhapsody, uh, rapper and recording artist. I thought that was a song by Queen, but, you know. Bohemian Rhapsody? Rhapsody? Well, Well, apparently it's a rapper. Yeah, well, perfect. (laughs) Next, Bo Reinhardt. Um, No idea. JB Smoove, I've seen him in prior celebrity games. 
seen actors crappy commercials. Uh, Steve Smith, like you talked about, former wide receiver for the Panthers and Ravens. Asia Wilson, 2018 WNBA Rookie of the Year. Uh, Jay Williams, he's now a ESPN college basketball analyst, but he was a player at Duke and with the Bulls for a short time before yeah, he was injured. So he played for Duke, so boo. <laughs> Sorry, Duke fans. <laughs> Winslow uh, touched it, first of all. Yes, Winslow touched it for all of for all you uh, listening out there, whether you're a Wisconsin or a Duke fan. Next on the list and last for the home team, Shane Jason Weinman. He was the uh, hometown hero. Thought that for was, that game. I thought that was Harvey Weinstein for a second. Uh, <laughs> that wouldn't make sense. No. <laughs> Uh, running down the way team real quickly, Shane, Ronnie 2K, Director of Influencer Marketing at 2K Sports. Oh, his last name is 2K. Wow, that guy's really taking that seriously. I'm sure his mom's proud. <laughs> I mean, he's he's living the gimmick. Uh, next on the list, Ray Allen. I just talked about Naismith, Basketball Hall of Famer, and uh, – Formerly traded um, in his absolute prime, if you're you're a Milwaukee Bucks fan for yeah. uh, for the glove, Gary Payton. <laughs> We're straight yeah, NBA. Yeah, Gary Payton in like the back half of his career. Freaking Bucks! Just <laughs> My like, goodness, was that a terrible trade? Uh, I remember when the this is off topic, but like the Lakers had Ray Allen, Carl Malone, all those super old dudes. They're like, oh, it's a championship team. Oh, it, I th- it, I didn't even make the playoffs. Yeah, you said Ray Allen, but they had Gary Payton. But I, I, yeah, I'm talking about the the Lakers when they traded for Gary Payton after the Bucks had him. Yeah, it, uh, Ray Allen for uh, a 80 year old Gary Payton, uh, not a good trade. Yeah, um, tractor trailer ne- for Nowitzki too. <laughs> Next on the list, AJ Buckley, SEAL team actor, Bad Bunny, recording artist. No idea. Is that a guy or a girl? It, it was. A, it's a guy. Yeah. What? I would not yeah, have he, pictured that, but okay. He's wearing like a bunny hat. It was kind of weird. Oh, he's a loser. Anyways. <laughs> Stephanie Dolson, WNBA's uh, center, Chicago Sky. Mark Lazary, co-owner of Milwaukee Bucks. He's played in the last few uh, games, and he he tries very, very hard out there. <laughs> yeah, he's well, always... you know, he's a high-effort guy with a, with a big motor. Um, <laughs> they, they only use that to describe certain guys who are just average players. Like, oh, yeah, Tyler Hansborough, great effort. Oh, great. Yeah, he's he tries very hard. I give him props. He's He's been out there the past few games um, and these celebrity games. And uh, good guy, turning around the box. So I'm, I'm, I'm okay with it. Uh, next guy, Shane, Hassan Minaj. Minaj. Min- Minaj. Actor. I have no idea. Never heard of Comedian, him. host of Netflix's Patriot Act with, um, yeah, so... Never heard oh, yeah, of try, yeah, try his name again. It's like Tua Tagovailoa. <laughs> Next on the list, last year's MVP in the celebrity game, Quavo, rapper. I've heard of, actually. He's uh, in the, from the group Migos, I think. So uh, for all you rap so, fans out there, so, I'm sure you know. Side note about since you mentioned that, I didn't know that Migos was more than one person. Uh, I thought Me it neither. was... A- a one-person deal, and then someone finally told me, like, no, it's, like, three guys. So I'm like, what? Like, yeah, Migos, like, Amigos. Like, oh, that makes sense now. Anyways, yeah, moving that on. Got, cool. <laughs> that got me last year, too, when I watched the Celebrity Game, and they said he was from from the group Migos. So I'm like, wait, hold on. 
else? Oh, God. <laughs> so confusing. All these rappers sound the same half the time. <laughs> give me, give me T Pain or something. Yeah. Uh, next on the list, Adam Ray, comedian, and does the podcast about last night. Uh, free marketing for that podcast. Uh, Man of Seals, actor, comedian, recording artist, James Shaw Jr., hometown hero for the away team. Brad hometown Williams, hero. comedian, also on the About Last Night podcast. Hold on. If he's a hometown hero, why is he playing on the away team? Well, they had an, a hometown hero for each team. Oh, okay. Where so. was it? Oh, God. Uh, ne- never mind. I don't even want to talk about it. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, we, won't get in, we won't get into it. Final score, though. This was a close one. Home team, 82. Away team, 80. Uh, most valuable player, like talked about, famous Lowe's, 22 points. Let's uh, be done with the celebrity game, Shane. Let's move on. <laughs> yeah, famous Los has gotten more. His name's gotten said more on this podcast than I think it has anywhere else. <laughs> uh, quickly run through Saturday night's festivities, slam dunk contest, three point contest, skills challenge, skills challenge. Uh, participants: Mike Conley, Luka Doncic, De'Aaron Fox, Nikola Jokic, Kyle Kuzma, Jason Tatum. Nikola Vucevic and Trey Young and the eventual winner. And I'm not sure if you caught the end of this, Shane, but Jason Tatum beat Trey Young uh, with a half court shot to end it there. I did not see that. Yeah. Usually it ends with a, a three pointer, but he was trailing and threw it up from half court and, and uh, put her in. So good deal. That's impressive. It was pretty cool. Uh, three point contest though. Lots of big names here. Devin Booker from the sun, Seth Curry, Steph Curry, Battle of the Brothers there, Danny Green from the Raptors, Joe Harris from the Nets, Buddy Heald, Damian Lillard, Chris Middleton from the Bucks, Dirk Nowitzki, Kemba Walker, and Joe Harris taking down Steph Curry in the in the finals there to get the three-point contest victory. I had never heard of Joe Harris until I saw him win the three-point well, contest. Because he plays for the Nets, man. Yeah, true. And the grand finale of the night on Saturday, Slam Dunk Contest, definitely gone downhill uh, in, in recent memory. This is the dunk contest is yeah. not what it used to be. Ooh. Uh, mostly because most big names in the NBA don't uh, participate anymore. But in this uh, year's contest, we have Miles Bridges of the Hornets, John Collins from the Hawks, Hamidou Diallo from the Thunder, Dennis Smith Jr. from the Knicks. And there were some really nice dunks in this uh, dunk contest, Shane. And the eventual winner was Hamidou Diallo from the Thunder, but like I said, just not the same without the the big names. Can I make a suggestion about the dunk contest? Yes. Like what they should do next year. First of all, it's a travesty that LeBron James never did it. I don't know why he must have been scared. Like, how are you going to do be not in the dunk contest if you're supposedly the best player in the NBA? Like, how have you never done it? Two, we should bring LeBron in there next year. Make Vince Carter come back and do it. Vince Sanity coming back. <laughs> That's what I want to see. That bring me back. Bring all the old guys in there, like oh Vince, Vince Carter, LeBron. Bring Dominique. back Kobe, Dominique. <laughs> get Jordan, get Jordan out there. What you know? Here's what I want to also see down the line, and it'll never be fair because he's way one's way younger. Celebrity game, Michael Jordan, LeBron James oh, on man. on the court at the same time. Oh boy, I mean, picture that. That would be uh, that's made for TV right there. Yeah, did Jordan played with the Wizards when LeBron was in the league, right or no? Um, I think Jordan was done the year right before, year before. LeBron potentially. <sighs> I could I be wrong what, on my dates, but I think so. 
I'll tell you what. I would pay. I would actually pay money if, if it were pay per view to see LeBron and Jordan play on the same court in a celebrity game down the road. I know. Even Michael. Michael's what twenty years older than LeBron. But Gotta be twenty one years older. I think, yeah, I think he just turned fifty six. Cool. So still be cool. It would still be cool. I'd definitely watch. That would be fun. Fun thing to see because uh, I want to see Lavar Le- Ball play Michael Jordan. He thinks he can beat him. So that's also true. That'd be another one. See, we're just. Listen up, everybody. We're, we're giving you uh, money makers right here. Let's let's get it done. Somebody has to have the power to make this happen. Well, it's not me because I had the Happy Gilmore, Sheridan McGavin rematch idea, but nobody ever, you know, greenlit that Hollywood. Well, soon enough they'll they'll hear us eventually, Shane. <laughs> you talk uh, loud enough and long enough, you could be famous anywhere. There's certain radio and TV people I can mention. <laughs> Skip. <laughs> That's very true, but uh, the, the big one here is what happened on Sunday night, and that is the actual All-Star game, Team LeBron and Team Giannis. And let's run through this quickly, Shane, but Team Giannis, who looked like the underdogs before, like big-time underdogs before this game took place, was actually up for a large majority of that game, getting up, up by, what, at least 20 points at one point. But Team LeBron comes storming back, uh, just knocking down threes all over the place in that fourth quarter and eventually coming out on top, 178 to 164. Kevin Durant, the MVP of that game. I believe he had 31 points in that in that matchup. But I think the big story was how well our Milwaukee Bucks showed out in that game. Giannis, 38 points. Chris Middleton, 20 points in his first All-Star Appearance, And there's one other thing I want to mention about Chris Middleton is I believe he is the first G League player. He started in the G League to make the all-star team. So shout out to Chris Middleton. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Second round pick over Anthony Davis. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Let's. uh, Yeah, it was a it was a good game. I actually watched the entire thing, which I haven't done in a long time as far as all star games go. But I thoroughly enjoyed watching it. Lots of points, obviously not a lot of defense happening in these in these all star games, but lots of crazy dunks, lots of high flying action, lots of three point shots. But Team LeBron ultimately coming out on top 178 to 164 over Team Giannis and Shane. Not sure if you watched any or all of that all-star game, but it was a fun one. It was all right. I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, like I said, I struggle much like you guys talk about with the MLB. I struggle to get into the NBA until the playoffs. I mean, I'll watch games, but I'm not like a diehard fan. So the all-star game is better than the football game. All-star game, better than the NFL. I mean, I'll give it that. Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, if it's not your cup of tea, it's not your cup of tea, but you know what, Shane? This All-Star game is over, and I'm looking forward to the second half of the season getting underway this week. But with that, we are going to take a short break, transition into segment number three, and get into our honorable mentions for the week. Commercials. Commercial break. Jumping right into our honorable mentions for the week, Shane. We're talking the Alliance of American Football. Week two went down this past weekend. And on Saturday, we had the Birmingham Iron taking down the Salt Lake City Stallions 12 to 9. What a barn burner we had there, hey? 
<laughs> yeah. Ugh, gosh. AAF football, man. It's like not as good as college football and not as good at the NBA, but I mean, you know, it's there. It's 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 there. It's available to be watched. And uh yeah. Iron coming out on top, twelve to nine over the Stallions. But the next matchup on Saturday, we had the Arizona Hotshots coming out on top twenty to eighteen over your Memphis Express. Yeah, I watched that game. You know, Tennessee is like a second home to me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. But I truly do like Tennessee. Uh, It's a great state. Uh, Going back in September, look out for me there in the Smoky Mountains. But it's a a nice place. Um, So that's kind of where, I mean, Memphis, notwithstanding, Tennessee's a nice state. Memphis is kind of not nice, I've heard. But, you know. But you're Memphis ride or die now. I mean, you're just ingrained. Well, you know, I'm not going to buy any gear or actually watch a game, most likely, but, you know, they're there. Well, I think Zach I mean, maybe. Stacey plays for that team. He's an ex-Ram. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, there's still time, Shane, to jump on uh, the Orlando Apollos train, and they played on Sunday and took out the San Antonio Commanders 37-29. to 29. Only if Rod is uh, going to the game. Yeah, shout out. Uh, yeah, he's he's not listening to this. If he if he is, oh man, that'd make my day. Well, let's let's give a little bit of backstory here, Shane. I, th- I think it warrants it in this situation. Yeah, it explains why you like Orlando. Yeah, so going back a few years now, what six years already now, Shane? Six or um, seven? Yeah, going back a few years now, Shane and I uh, took a bro trip to Orlando and uh, visited our. Uh, Favorite place on the entire planet Earth. Um, Universal. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. A couple of our favorite places on Earth. Uh, Once the Universal Studios uh, to go to Harry Potter World. If you haven't been to Harry Potter World and you are a Harry Potter fan, I highly suggest going, especially uh, with all of the recent updates that took place. But this is the original uh, OG Harry Potter World before all of the new stuff happened in the last couple of years. But anyways, Shane and I frequented... Uh, the old Margaritaville there on the city walk. I frequented, you meant spend most of the time there. Then. <laughs> we, uh, if, if you're not familiar with the city walk in Orlando, lots of different restaurants and bars and shops and uh, things of that nature. And Shane and I f- found ourselves in Margaritaville. Uh, oh, yeah, just, just 12 bucks a drink. It was real cheap. Just about, yeah, about, it's one of those places, just, I mean, it's a, it's universal. I mean, everything's expensive, but yeah, we uh, spent about 75% of our time uh, there. And money. Uh, and money. <laughs> but we met a very nice bartender named Rod. Rod, if you ever hear this somehow, thank you for uh, giving us some free drinks. Um, and some, you mean like 50? Being being some very good entertainment uh, for the weekend, some quality conversation. Yeah, <laughs> um, most of which we cannot repeat it, but... here. <laughs> but I don't know, just one of those trips, you know, bro trip. It was fun. Had a good time. Had some drinks. Had some laughs. Uh, but Orlando, definitely one of those uh, top places to visit on my list, solely based on um, that alone, really. Right. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, it was uh, interesting, to say the least. Um, I'm still pretty upset that I lost my glass from the NASCAR bar. 
Yeah, that's I'm I lost mine too. Um, NASCAR wow. bar no longer in existence, but uh, when it was, <laughs> they gave you a free uh, pint glass, commemorative pint glass kind of thing, uh, with your certain drink or whatever that you got, and proceeded to lose that first night at well, Margaritaville. I actually, so held on to it as long as I could, like forty five minutes. <laughs> so if anybody has my um, NASCAR bar pint glass, I would like that back. Bring it back now. That's worth a lot of money now. <laughs> uh, yeah, a little bit of backstory about that. But Orlando Apollo, Shane, 37-29 over the San Antonio Commanders. Next game on the list here, San Diego Fleet over the Atlanta Legends, 24-12. to Solid week two matchups for the AAF. Keep it rolling, boys. And the next honorable mention for the week, college basketball, Shane. And we had number one team go down, and that is the – Tennessee Volunteers. Always have been their, a big Vols fan. Love the Vols. First Vols loss since November 23rd. That's uh, And they lost to the Kentucky time. Wildcats. Yeah, it is a long time. November 23rd, their last loss. Kentucky topping them. P.J. Washington scoring 23 points. Keldon Johnson, 19. Uh, and Kentucky Wildcats ranked number five going into that game. Tennessee was number one, but losing 86 to 69 last Saturday night. And that also ends the volunteers 19 game winning streak. But Shane, with that, let's jump into the AP top 25 college basketball standings run through a few of these teams here with that loss, Tennessee dropping down to number five and Duke once again, retaining the top spots, 23 and two overall record. Yeah, no surprise there. The Duke, Duke Blue Devils. Zion Williamson going to be a number one pick, probably. I would highly doubt that if whichever team goes number one, if they don't take them, it'll be a fire. Yeah, I mean, Duke, they're a good team. Lots of really good talent there. Lots of good freshman talent there that are going to be gone after this year, but they are now ranked number one again. Number two, Gonzaga. Number three, Virginia. Kentucky moving up just one spot to number four. Tennessee, like I said, number five, Nevada, six, Michigan, seven, UNC, number eight. And I believe we have a UNC Duke showdown this week in college basketball as well. Number nine, Houston and rounding out the top 10, Michigan State. And we'll give a slight shout out to Marquette at number 11. Uh, they're from Wisconsin. We got to looking good this year, actually looking really good this year. Marcus Howard looking really good. And Dwayne just because just because we can let's uh let's see wisconsin coming in 22. at number 22 yeah so, well this is their last year to make a run with Ethan Happ, and it's just not gonna... losing their last two games not uh well, so lots good. Of good teams i guess i mean michigan on the road michigan state they had a good shot against michigan state they were you know up by seven at one point in the first half and went in the second half tied but they just didn't have what it took to finish yeah, you know, this uh, top 25, I mean, you know what it is, though, Shane, is we are getting into just about time for March Madness. I mean, we're about, what, a month away from the, oh, from the good man. stuff? The brackets. I'm excited. i going to have to have uh, everyone fill out a bracket on this show. We will definitely have a Scout Team MVP's bracket go down and uh, maybe even get some... We should get some viewer input too, see if we can get some of our listeners yeah, to get I'd some say, brackets in there. I'd say we could uh we could bet money on it, but uh I'm not saying that. No, we would Wink. never do that. We would I've never, never I've never once bet money on a fantasy league or March Madness. If never. anyone's listening, I've never done that. 
Yep. Actually, same I here. Have. <laughs> I'm just kidding. God, prove it. Yeah, come and get me. Uh, get a warrant. <laughs> uh, Duke coming in number one in the top 25, like we said, Shane. But, you know, we're getting down to that really fun time in college basketball when it comes down to tournament time. Those conference tournaments right around the corner, March Madness right around the corner, and everybody get ready to fill out those brackets because it's coming. But with that, Shane, that is our last honorable mention for this week, and we are going to come on back with our Scouting for Picks segment and our guest picker, Kevin Watts. And we're back here on the Scout Team MVPs podcast, episode number 11, jumping right into our Scouting for Picks segment. And we have our guest picker on the line, Shane, and it is Kevin Watts. Kevin, how are you doing today? Pretty good, guys. Uh, Long-time listener, first-time caller. Thanks for having me on. <laughs> Sounds just like those Chicago Bears uh, talk, the, the Bears talk yeah, I shows. I have I've always wanted to, so... Well, well, welcome. Uh, we we gave the listeners already, Kevin, a, a rundown of, of who you are, so we don't need to talk about you any more than that. Hey, hey. Well, so, he, what was he doing before well, this? Yeah, here's the thing, guys. To tonight? All right, yeah. I'm dating a 4K teacher, Shane. You might you might know where I'm coming from because you have kids of your own, but uh, she's around four year olds all day, and uh, there was a little bit of a lice outbreak today, so I spent. 35 minutes uh, <laughs> combing through her hair, trying to Yee. trying to check for lice. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm never going to catch the lice. Well, that sounds like fun. I'm not going to lie. Well, I'm also so on what another else podcast. <laughs> it's, no, uh, yeah. it's called Discover Privets featuring Wayne and Pat. Yeah. Oh, nice. My dad and grandpa, for everyone who doesn't know that. <laughs> I'll have to check that one Quality out. Quality podcast. Check people. it out, guys. Uh well, great. Well, I guess we're sort of glad to have you on. Uh, we introduced you in our in our intro as as a friend to the show, but we I said guys, friend was a pretty I have a strong, question for you. Word. So, I'm on the show. I'm probably not going to listen to this week's podcast. That's going to cut your listeners down by like fifty percent. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you. We, we we let him on the show, Shane. And what does he do? He just takes jabs at us the whole time. Yeah, well, that's just like real life. You know, he's that's true. He's, He's mildly a, well, I can't, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> well, Kevin, I hope you're ready to, uh, to get some picks in this week. But before we get to that, we're going to run down our picks from last week. And starting off, Shane, we had the Daytona 500, which that uh, pick was sent in to us by John on Facebook. Rob picked Jimmy Johnson. That was wrong. Shane, you picked William Byron. That was wrong. And I, I picked... <laughs> and I picked Martin Truex Jr. Also wrong because Denny Hamlin won the Daytona 500 from Joe Gibbs Racing. And I'm not sure if you saw this or not, but about more than half it's of like the field Like a 22 crashed. car crash? So, but it, that's not very yeah, fair. that'll happen. Yeah, not very fair. Well, you know, it's hard to turn a car if you go left. Hey, um, hey Shane, remember you know, when you, you hit, hit that car? in a car sometimes. <laughs> We're not talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> Open hit and run cases can't be talked about online. Yeah, it's the he's. Uh, I don't really want to go back to jail again. Charges pending, so you know it's ongoing investigation. We can't talk about that. 
yeah, Denny Hamlin coming out on top, though, boys. And actually, all three of the or the top three in the race were all from Joe Gibbs Racing. Shout out to Joe Gibbs. Uh, big weekend for, for his team. Um, and actually, too, John on Facebook picked the Wisconsin boy, Paul Menard. Uh, he, he was wrong as well. But he, it's okay, John, because none of us got it remotely right anyway. Pretty hard to pick a NASCAR race when you don't know anything about NASCAR um, other than... Um, they drive cars real fast, and uh, hey, you know, hey, Shane, is it, is that you over there? Or is that sponsors? Rob? I'm and, trying to uh, figure it out. I'm taking it. You know, if if the yeah, car I'm drives over fast, for, uh, over it, it beats the other week. car. No, anytime. Yeah, anytime you play a game, you got an opportunity to win the game, and uh, if you score more <laughs> points than the other guy, you're like, <laughs> Brett Favre. <laughs> Uh, you know what, boys? Uh, let's, you know, that was a great pick sent in by John. Uh, maybe uh, somewhere in a future episode, we'll pick another NASCAR race and maybe we'll get somewhere close to the winner. But in this situation, we did not. But let's jump right into our next game that we picked. And that was the Orlando Apollos and the San Antonio Commanders. We talked about this in our previous segment, but Orlando did come out on top 37 to 29. Rob and I getting that pick correctly. Shane, you went with San Antonio. Did Sorry, you see, bud. Did you see how many people uh, they had guys. at that game, Just, by the way? Like 29,000 people? Well, because it's Texas. Yeah, yeah that's, that's more than I thought. They, uh, they're that's great. More than, it's a great uh, league. As Shane would say, San Diego had Don't mess with in Texas. any game. But LA, where they, 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 they can't fit that many people in their stadium. So, hey, they outnumbered them. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you know. Hey, they're always going to be the San Diego Padres to me. I mean, sorry. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, Wrong sport. Whoops. Uh, but you know what, Shane? Uh, you know what just happened in uh, with these picks? It uh, puts you actually in last place. 14 no, and 17 sitting at the bottom. I'm not at all surprised by that. You know, um, never uh, claimed to know anything about uh, sports very much. Uh, you know. Yeah, I got nothing else to say about that topic. Well, Rob, on top still, 20 and 11. I'm in second place, 15 and 16. We got some ground to make up here, and we're going to do that this week with our picks. And that is, let's see here, our first one, which we'll recap from, actually, we picked this in last week's episode, and it'll be taking place this Saturday just to run down those picks again. Rob and Shane going with the Warriors. I'm going with the Rockets. That game takes place on Saturday. Kevin, you're up, buddy. First, first, uh, first time picking here. Why don't you go ahead and pick the Rockets at the Warriors? Well, for a while there, I was thinking I was going to pick the Rockets because I really, really do not want to pick the Warriors. But then I realized that uh, that Jimmy Harden character. I really don't like his beard. He's got a Facebook. Just like Shane, and uh, you know, I just so uh, I'm going Warriors with this one. Yep. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. I do you have know, a pretty epic. Beard. There's a reason I that, that's the other reason I picked the Warriors because we all know we don't pick the same as you. All right. We will looks lose. like I'm wow. going to be the only one winning this week. Uh, take taking the Rockets, <laughs> Jimmy Harden. Uh, yeah. Well, whatever. Um, next game, boys. Jimmy Harbaugh. Celtics. Celtics <laughs> at the Bucks. 
Celtics currently fourth in the Eastern Conference with a 37 and 21 record. Bucks, as we know, first in the East, 43 and 14 record. This game takes place on Thursday. We're going to go ahead and start with Shane and get his pick in that one. Well, I'd give you a lot of in-depth expert analysis, I but uh, I got three I words. For I'm going to go with the Bucks. Bucks in <laughs> six. Good pick. <laughs> Ooh. We're a big well, this, fan of, of that. This is a one game Jane, thing. Let me tell you, I've watched game. zero Milwaukee Bucks game this year, so I'm really knowledgeable oh, okay. about Good point. who to pick. When you put it uh, like that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Too much time uh, on your fake doctor job? Thank you. I mean, all you got to know is that uh, it's the Bucks. So. Good pick there, Kevin. Um I'm uh I know you guys are gonna be very uh, thrilled with this pick, but um I'm going Bucks as well. Can I change so, my pick? Michael Red's Kevin, I'm sorry. Michael Red, all day long. We're all going Bucks, so I'm sorry, Kevin. First time being on the show picking games. Um you're gonna be getting that one wrong. But next matchup, boys, taking place on Saturday, and it is in the world of college basketball, and that is the number five Tennessee Volunteers taking on the number 13 LSU Tigers. Not sure how much you know about college basketball, Kevin, but we're throwing you into the fire. Pick that one first for us. All right, here's my analysis for you, boys. Peyton Manning went to school at Tennessee. Peyton Manning played football. He didn't play basketball, so I got LSU in this one by 10. <laughs> I like it. Oh God, here we go again. Okay, good deal, good deal. Uh, Shane, who you got? Like I said, I, I'm a big fan of the state of Tennessee. I've been there. I want to. I want to. Yeah, you guys have heard this. It's my goal to one day move to Tennessee or Florida, just because I don't like to shovel snow. Wait, wait, wait. Where did Florida come from? Florida? Oh, I've always wanted to. Nah, Fort Lauderdale, man. I went on vacation there last year. Stayed on the beach. Oh, okay. Right. Um. You know they have great calzones down there. Huh. You know, that's the re- that's the main reason I want to move there is the calzones. <laughs> Anyways, oh I'm picking God. Tennessee. Well, Shane, always been a always been a fan. <laughs> you know what, Shane? Um, since uh, I'm probably going to just follow you right on to Tennessee when you move there, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead hey, and pick wait. the Volunteers as well. So, Kevin, I mean, you might be getting this one correctly. But unless Shaq comes back, I don't see LSU uh, winning that one. Sorry, bud. We will uh, get Rob's picks here and post them on our social media to make sure he's current and up to date with uh, the picks here. But Kevin, you never told us uh, for sure. Are you challenging me this week for these for these picks? Why? Why is that even a question? You are terrible. You're terrible at making picks. So yeah, I'm challenging you. If if you want to cons- if you want to call it a challenge because it's what am I playing for? Okay, well, huh? Great. Well, I guess we'll see. But I like Jagerbomb. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're we're all too familiar. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we told that story already. Uh, for you, it's a surprise. Um, for any future guest pickers, uh, we'll we'll make the prize known ahead of time. But being the first one, really? surprise. About uh. About uh, Nick Barnett oh, and the boys. That's cool. Not the whole story, but yeah, the story. It's we uh, Rod did uh, come in to this uh, week's episode, though, Kevin. So yeah, hard boy. Yeah, you know what, Kevin? I think this was so much fun in our in uh, this week's scouting for picks segment that we might uh, have you back in our next segment if if you're willing to stick around for a couple more minutes. 
Oh God! But uh, what do we got next? All right, it's it's our we're gonna wrap it up for the week in our next segment. So it's it's uh it's a fun one. So we're gonna catch you guys right after this. Kevin's gonna be right on back with us. And we're back on episode number 11 of the Scout Team MVPs podcast, wrapping it up for the week. Quite a fun episode, gentlemen. Kevin back with us to wrap it up this week. We talked golf. We talked some basketball. We talked some AAF. We had the All-Star game actually go down last past weekend as well. We talked all kinds of different stuff in it, and it was a good time. Not sure what you guys thought of this week's episode, but I'm looking forward to hearing it in its totality coming up this week, Wednesday, and you will be notified of that if you subscribe to our podcast on all of your favorite podcast platforms. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter at Scout Team MVPs, online at scoutteammvps.com podcast profile anchor.fm slash scout team mvps but gentlemen fun episode this week and uh, i'm glad we could uh, get a guest picker uh in kevin this week good times yeah two things one you guys will have to one day teach me how to, how okay. to post videos to facebook and how to use twitter <laughs> two <laughs> the golf tournament i'm most excited about is the third annual GTO at Pembine Four Seasons Island Resort. <laughs> Let's get her going, boys. <laughs> we're not going to make any of the listeners, uh, we're not going to let them in on what GTO stands for. Not quite yet. I don't think we're there yet. Uh, no, but it's but, it's great. I mean, one day that will be a thing, and people will show up other than just <laughs> us. I don't want anyone else to <laughs> yeah. show up, man. Yeah, it's yeah, it's kind of it's well, kind of our we thing. Can, okay, fine, then we'll just rename it like uh, the AGO. Her student. Oh god! Oh, oh boy! Yeah, yeah. I guess the long story short, GTO something something open favorite courses to play somewhere that Shane uh, actually had is probably what best round ever. Yeah, that's where I also hit a car with a golf ball. In the parking lot, <laughs> just sliced her a little bit. I, I, if I recall, you all. If her. I recall, you also missed like a one foot putt to beat both Chris and myself. Is that accurate? Yeah, yeah, that happened. I, I think I actually two putted that uh, that bad boy to to lose by a stroke. We've got eleven inches to to win the match, and uh, you missed well. It. That's not the biggest collapse. Somebody was up by like six shots going into that last hole. <laughs> nope. Nope. Hit it in the woods. Hit it in the woods again. Hit it. And hit yeah. a tree. Then I like four putted. So that, that one, that, that one green on that course though, is like the toughest green I've ever played. Like the flag is in the middle of a hill. Like if you, if you go short, you're just gonna roll back down, and if you go long, you're just gonna roll back down. You only got to go right in it. It's actually like one of those like miniature golf holes where you literally have to hit it above and let it roll down back in. And the thing is, it's a par four and it's a drivable green, but it, the flag placement is just ridiculous. Yeah, hopefully the new ownership there uh, handles that that green because that yeah, was Melda will take care of it. Rough. I mean, uh, yeah, Melda, Laura. Uh, if you are ever in the Pembine, Wisconsin area, I really recommend the 
Four Seasons Island Resort and their ghost tours. Hopefully they keep those going with new ownership because those yeah, goats there are real. Hopefully hopefully two people don't ruin it and push the other. That was one button. person, and then he <laughs> later was provoking the ghost and fell on his back. <laughs> hey, I mean, it was it's Sometimes, a ghost tour, and there were ghosts. So yeah, you know, the the number one thing about that tour is the tour guide's like, oh yeah, the ghosts open the elevator sometimes, <laughs> <laughs> but it wasn't the ghost. Hey, we we're just helping them out, getting getting it more uh, believable. Yeah, there you go. But you know what, Kevin, uh, I'm just taking a look at your picks again, and since you challenged me, I'm just you know I, I'm just oh, I, I think they're garbage. <clears throat> I got to, I got this week. Sure you don't, but okay all right well whatever we do i guess appreciate uh you joining us uh today um i guess shane maybe i don't know yeah uh i don't know (laughs) i don't have any money (laughs) sorry (laughs) If, uh, like I said earlier in this episode, we are going to get some guest pickers on as well in future episodes. Kevin gets to be our, uh, he was our first ever guest picker on the Scout Team MVPs podcast. If you would like to be a guest picker on a future episode, let us know on Facebook or Twitter or on our website. You can message us as well uh, and uh, let us know. And we'll uh, try and get you in here, get you on the show. But with that, boys, I appreciate both of your time this week. I think I realized what I did wrong with the chicken that Quinn's mad at me about. Well, oh boy, some some uh, dinner problems. The chicken dry, which I did, and you had to season it with salt and pepper, which I did, and then you had to put a little drizzle of oil on the pan, which I did, and you had to throw the chicken on the pan. Easy enough, right? Well, I bet you fifty bucks. Please join us next week for the Crivets I Top bet, Chef I bet you podcast. 50 bucks. <laughs> I bet I put that thing on there, and I bet it still had paper towels stuck to the bottom or something. I guarantee it. I'm in trouble. Oh, yep. Gosh. Idiot. Sorry. Well, I mean, if you're as uh, good at uh, picking as you are at cooking, I should have uh, no problems. <laughs> well, Kevin, we do appreciate your time this week. And Shane, as always... Good times on episode number 11. Make sure to tune in next week for episode number 12. But with that, we're going to sign off for the week and uh, catch you on the flip. flip. See you, boys. Thank you for listening to the Scout Team MVPs. Be sure to subscribe and tune in next week as the MVPs discuss all the nonstop action in the world of sports.